Hello friends, this is Phonograph DJ Mac bringing you Centennial Songs. This week, let's consider the banjo, a staple of the early recording industry. This American instrument was derived and developed by enslaved peoples who came to this country from Africa and it's based on the Kora. It developed slowly over the 18th and 19th century to become an accepted mainstream instrument by the mid-1800s, being widely played by folks, taught by African Americans, and integrated into minstrel shows and other forms of entertainment. From the very beginning of the industry, the banjo was a favorite to record. It had a punchy sound that cut right through the orchestra or accompaniment for a crisp, clean recorded sound. The first great recording banjoist was Vess Osman. Starting in 1893, he was the undisputed king of the banjo. This reputation and the rising popularity of the instrument gave rise to the next king of the ragtime banjo, Mr. Fred Van Epps. Fred was born in Somerville, New Jersey in 1878. He started playing violin at the age of seven, but the mass popularity of the banjo caught his attention and despite parental concerns of Fred's playing a less cultured instrument, they indulged him and set him up with lessons. Then he heard a cylinder by Vess Osman. He acquired a phonograph and started collecting cylinders of Vess and playing along with the records. These early machines could not only play back recordings, they were made to record, and that's what Vess did. So the idea of home recording goes back well over a hundred years. Fred practiced, and using his Edison machine, he recorded some of his best tunes and, with all the hope and bravado of an 18-year-old, brought them directly to Thomas Edison's West Orange Laboratory in 1897. At first, he was ignored, but he persisted and landed a gig making cylinders once a week for about $40. Compared with the weekly salary of $16 he was earning at his father's watch factory, there was no looking back. Fred was young and hungry and eager to excel. He developed a finger-picking style that was extremely fast and clean sounding. He surpassed all the other banjoists in the aughts and by the teens he was the premier recording banjoist, even re-recording old favorites in a new style, sometimes under the name of the old artists. What did he care about that? He was being paid well and in demand in all the different recording studios. He continued into the 1920s as part of groups and as a solo recording artist. He went into business with fellow Victor recording artist Henry Burr in the manufacturing of Fred's very specific banjo designs. He taught and continued to be the voice of the banjo until the popularity of the instrument started to wane in the mid-20s. He moved into the radio and kept busy but eventually dropped from performing in order to work on some of his inventions. He filed patents for various recording technology, which made him very wealthy. Fred Van Epps passed away in 1962 at the age of 81. There's a quote told by Fred, which he attributes to Thomas Edison. I'd rather wear out than rust out. And Mr. Epps defined that sentiment with a spirit that never stopped and a long life of accomplishments. So here is Fred Van Epps with a 1919 recording on the Victor label, Oh Susie Behave. 
this week's Centennial Song. 